This is your home for the Brian Hank Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. There you go. Thank you so much, Brent. And thank you for joining us here in the second hour of today's Brian Hank Show. Today is Monday, September the 25th in the year of the Lord, 2023. This is hour two of episode 936 of the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, if you missed our first hour, you missed a, a very good, very uplifting first hour as uh, uh, a lot of good vibes shared there with our good friend Mark Panicelli, uh, who is the biggest Miami Dolphins fan that I know. And he's, he is living in Bruce Springsteen's glory days right now because his uh, Miami Dolphins, the best team in the NFL right now, especially after yesterday's 70 to 20 win over the Denver Broncos, 70. 7-0, 70 points scored yesterday uh, against Denver, and they're 3-0. and They're the best team in the NFL right now, and uh, he he deserves all the good and positive vibes and happiness and all that because I tell you what, other than uh, Travis Kelsey, who got to go home last night with uh, Taylor Swift, or at least they left the stadium together. I don't know if they went home. I'm not going to, you know, make any assumptions there. But, uh, Mark Panicelli, the Miami Dolphins, having a good time right now. Man, I love this for Tua. You remember when everybody was trying to losing for Tua or whatever, crashing for Tua or whatever that uh, I'm saying was a few years ago? He is showing all the promise that he had when he was a Heisman Trophy winner at uh, Alabama and just playing very well. Okay, uh, joining us here in just a couple of minutes, we're going to have uh, Arundel Parrot Academy head football coach Matt Beeman. Uh, and then about 20 minutes or so into this second hour, we're going to have uh, – Bethel Christian Academy head football coach Walt Eubanks. Uh, our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week tonight is going to be Kerry Christian at Parrot Academy. Uh, very excited about that game tonight uh, to see uh, the, the Patriots. Haven't got to see them yet this year. We've had we've now been delayed twice. We were supposed to see them a few weeks ago, and uh, a tropical storm came through and knocked that out, just knocked the game out altogether. We were supposed to see them this past Friday night. Ophelia postpones it to today. So finally, 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 we're going to get to see Parrot Academy, and you're going to be able to listen to it right here on uh, BetOnTheBull.com, I'm sorry, 960 a.m. throughout eastern North Carolina. But tell you what, let's get, why don't we go ahead and get uh, Coach uh, Beeman up here on the line with us. Before we do that, though, let us thank our good friend uh, Keith Spence and Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's where Linda gets her car service, too. Guess what? It's where you should go also. Uh, Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard. In the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, Spence Automotive is owned by our good friend, local sports writing legend, Keith Spence. It's open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service and when you need new tires. And uh, tell him the Brian Hanks show sent you. And you know what? I've got it mixed up here. Uh, I am calling. Uh, <laughs> Walt Eubanks is going to be joining us here because uh, Coach. Uh, I'm sorry about that, Coach. I'm just trying to get a hold of Coach Beeman. And uh, I forgot we're doing uh, Coach uh, Eubanks first here because Coach Beeman is doing buses right now. <sighs> it's Monday. You got to give me a little bit of pay. Hey, let's hear about the uh, let's hear about Lenore County Public Schools. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose. Qualities that lead to victories on the field of play, and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County Public Schools. We pursue excellence. 
in 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing Eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. i got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> That's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information <sighs> for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S-Net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I called Downey's Protection System. So you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Down East Protection Systems. And while we are back here on, uh, <laughs> on the show, it's my fault. Let me say that clearly here. I forgot. Uh, Coach Eubanks is joining us first and then Coach Beeman. And uh, I, that was Brian Hanks' mistake. He made that mistake for sure. There. Hey, let me tell you about UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. For the medical staff of more than 100 physicians, <coughs> UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs. Or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at UNCLenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview, and let's jump right into it. Uh, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, the head football coach of those Bethel Christian Academy Trojans, who I know, I know is ready to get on the football field and have his guys hit somebody other than their own guys. It's Walt Eubanks joining me this morning. How are you doing, coach? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I got to imagine what I just said bringing you up there, uh, bringing you up here on the line with me. It has to be the absolute truth, isn't it, that, uh, I mean, you're starting five weeks later than everybody else, and uh, you had the exhibition game early on, early in the season, but how tired are your guys of lining up in practice against their own guys? Uh, very tired, very tired. <laughs> We're looking forward to today. Uh, I mean, there's not but so many times you can hit each other and so many times you can fight at the play before you can get out there on the field and start trying to run it, so uh, we're very excited uh, to actually get back on the field, and we're just ready to go. Absolutely. And how cool is it? I mentioned this on Friday's show uh, that, you know, you guys have had to wait longer than anybody else to start your season, and then a tropical storm comes through and pushes that game uh, even into uh, to the next week. I mean, that, that that seems a little cruel to me, Coach. Yeah, don't think the irony was lost on me either. Uh, I mean, I... <laughs> I uh, I felt the same way. I was like, you've got to be kidding me right now. You know, here we are trying to, to play our first game. Like you said, other people's got five games in, and then it gets postponed to Monday. So, yeah, we, we didn't miss that either. What has it been like for you guys uh, for five weeks now? Again, you get to see everybody else in North County playing their games, even everybody else in, in your division in an eight-man football 
playing games. Heck, the team you're playing tonight has already got five games under the belt. I mean, what uh, four games, I'm sorry, four games under the belt. What has it been like for you, Coach, uh, and your boys to have to wait so long to be able to get? I mean, what have you guys been working on? What have you guys been doing in this time as you've been waiting for this first game? Well, it, uh, I've actually been you know, kind of a blessing in disguise. Um, you know, I came in as a new head coach. Obviously, we're changing some things around. Um, we, we're, we're changing a lot of offense. Uh, so uh, it gave us time to work on it. Um, if we would have had to come in and, um, you know, got three weeks of practice and jump right in on a, uh, on a game week, uh, it wouldn't have given us the time to have all our formations in, all the plays learned. Because um, once you build a foundation, you know, it's easier to jump in and do those things. You know, we'll, we'll get a summer program going in. We'll get things like that going. Uh, and, and those kids coming back will know, you know, they may not remember the finer points of everything, but they've got the gist of everything. We had to start from complete scratch. Yeah. Uh, so it actually helped us uh, a little bit. Now, I could have done with a little less time, uh, but also, you know, we were coming back from a year where we didn't have football, so we wanted to make sure um, that we uh, could the, the, the other uh, teams that we had put on the schedule that we'd be able to fulfill a game with them. So we didn't want to put nine games up there uh, first year back uh, and not be able to make it all the way through or something. So we, we checking numbers, all that kind of stuff. So we kind of feel like we hit the sweet spot, uh, and it has helped us in getting our new stuff in. So what have you been doing during the weeks? I mean, obviously, that's one of the things about football that maybe people who've never played the sport know. And it, and it is completely different from basketball or from baseball or softball or whatever is that, man, football coaches are just so you, just ritualistic. I mean, you do this on Mondays. You do this on Tuesdays. You do this on Wednesdays. So when you have a delay like you guys have had, you know, getting started, how have you been handling that? I mean, have you been doing mock game weeks? How have you been getting ready for the season, Coach? Uh, yeah, we, we've done some of that. Um, we, we've run a lot of offensive plays uh, against each other. Um, it give, we've we've got a, uh, been able to move our kids around, so everybody has learned a couple of positions, uh, which normally you don't have time to do. Uh, you know, you kind of work on that during game week, you know, getting getting kids ready. It's given us time to give a lot of repetition to uh, kids out of position and, and, and uh, you know, like a second team uh, type scenario. We've worked a lot on that um, because we are limited in numbers. We've got to have kids that can play a couple of positions, even on offense, not just playing offense and defense, but, you know, being able to play uh, quarterback and running back, being able to play left guard and right tackle, being able, you know, uh, stuff like that. So we've put a lot of time in to making sure we can rotate kids around uh, when uh, kids need a break or a breather or, or uh, hopefully no more than a small injury occurs, uh, we can live through that game. So we spent a lot of time uh, developing the second team. That voice listeners, Walt Eubanks, he's the head football coach, first-year head football coach of Bethel Christian Academy. They kick off their 2023 season tonight at home as they take on uh, – uh, Wilson Community Christian, and very unique to uh, this, uh, what's going to be going on this season. Again, you guys are playing six regular season games, but you start against Wilson Community Christian in the regular season. You end against Wilson Community Christian in the regular season. So uh, just uh, speak to the uniqueness of that, Coach, and also uh, tell us a little bit about Wilson Community Christian. Uh, well, uh, Community Christian is um – they're a balanced team. Um, they're gonna, they've got a big, tall quarterback, and he can throw it around. Um, they got a decent running back. So we're expecting to see kind of a mixture. 
uh, of um, running and passing, so it's not going to be uh, uh, something we can stack the box in there on them and just try to shut down the pass because it's probably going to be on an island. Uh, so we're going to, uh, we've, we've got a game plan for that, uh, but that's what we expect out of them is, is a decent mix. Um, you know, the main thing uh, is they've had five games. Yeah. I think they are two and three. They are um, two and three. You're right, Coach. Um, so, you know, they've had time to get in better game shape. So, you, know, you, you can try really hard, and, and, and we do. You, you try to make practice as, as, as close to a game or even harder than a game if you can. Uh, but it's, it's hard to get in, in completely game shape without having games. And then also, you know, they've had five games to work their kinks out. You know, hey, this isn't working well. Let, let's shelf that. Let, let, this was working well. Let, let, let's put more time and effort into this. Um, you know, we haven't had that. So yeah, we're going to be playing catch-up a little bit in the beginning, and hopefully we can stick around long enough to uh, to make some noise here in the fourth quarter. Um, but that that is my main concern uh, is the amount of games that they play versus the versus us not having any. Uh, so they, they've kind of had time to hone, hone in on what they're good at and what they're not. Um, but, yeah, uh, as far as playing them in the beginning and the end, eight-man football is a different different sport. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of eight-man football teams uh in Eastern North Carolina, I mean, we we have done it. We've we've gone into Virginia and played and places like that, but uh, we're trying to keep it closer to home this year. Uh, so that's just kind of where we're at on that. Well, and the neat thing is too, uh, Spain. I'm glad you brought that up, Coach, about uh, the uniqueness of uh, eight-man football in and of itself. But there are some new programs. I mean, we've got Father Cavadano uh, out of Vass that has started a new program this year. This Howard program that you guys are going to be playing on October 6th, I wasn't familiar. Is that a first-year program also, Coach? Howard? I don't think we're playing Howard. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Howard, uh, I, you know what? I just threw myself off because I'm looking at Community Christian schedule. They're playing Howard. They played them uh, on their opening night, and then they're playing them again on October 6th. My bad there, Coach. Hey, it's, Monday, okay. it's Monday morning, Coach. I'm throwing myself off here this morning, too. I do apologize. <laughs> Um, you got me worried there for a second. I was like, wait a minute, I ain't prepared for Howard. I don't know who they are. I love it. I love it. But Liberty Christian, uh, who you scrimmaged earlier this year, too, I mean, it, it is, in my opinion, Coach, it's kind of refreshing to see some more eight-man programs. And i got to tell you, absolutely. to me, Coach, and we've talked to uh, Parent Academy head football coach Matt Beeman about this, too, in the past, I wouldn't mind seeing some public schools playing eight-man. You tell me. Trent, or, uh, that uh, uh, Jones Senior down in Trenton, who's only got like 19 players on their team right now, who've not scored a point yet in 11-man football, that would be a heck of an eight-man program. Just uh, speak to the growth of uh, eight-man football right now, and especially right here in our own neck of the woods, like I said, with Liberty Christian and Richlands and uh, Father Capadano and even, like I said, Howard over in Wilson, Coach. Yeah, we're, it's exciting to see. Um, you know, it, uh, I think a lot of schools in the past have just said, you know what, we don't have enough kids to play football. Uh, and it, they've not really checked into what eight man has to offer, uh, and it is um, it is growing. Yeah, Liberty, we, we, that's the team that we scrimmage in the beginning of the year. Uh, Father Capadano, we actually uh, I've actually talk, in, been in contact with them, trying to get scheduled for next year. Uh, same thing with Liberty. Um, so yes, there, there are some teams out there that we're going to definitely try to play. Uh, it, you know, before I scrap football altogether, I would definitely look at eight man football. I know there's some some public schools that we play up in the northeast section that, you know, Albemarle and um, <clears throat> a couple of other small schools up there that don't have a lot of high school kids. Um, you know, on a case-by-case basis, you know, I, I don't have a, I personally don't have a problem with some public schools being able to get into the eight-man league, um, you know, as long as they fit in our numbers. You know what I mean? To, yeah. to me, if, if, if you've only got 
115 in high school, you're no different than a private school with 115 in high school. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I personally would love to see it grow, you know, as much as you can. Um, I'd love to get where we had, you know, uh, more teams, especially in the East, um, to play. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's healthy all the way around, you know, uh, kind of one of those situations, the more the merrier, you know. I just think how much fun it would be, and this would be like in summer football, you know, on seven on sevens to have Jones Senior take on Bethel, to have Parrot Academy take on Seven Spring or Spring Creek, you know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. It would be, uh, that would be a lot of fun to see that and maybe even work it into regular season too. Okay, Wall Eubanks uh, in the final couple of minutes here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning as his Trojans get ready tonight to open up their season against Wilson Community Christian, the Cyclones of Wilson Community Christian. Uh, what what do you know about them? You kind of touched on a little bit, but let's uh, let's get the game preview from you. Uh, what do you anticipate when you see uh, Community Christian visiting Kenston tonight? Well, like I said, I expect them to be balanced. Um, they got a quarterback that can pretty much make any throw. Um, he, he's, a, he's a tall kid uh, with a good arm, um, fairly accurate. Um, so we know we're going to see some of that. Um, they, they're going to be, uh, an high team pistol type team. Um, that's what they've shown in the past anyway. Um, so we just expect a good, a good mix of it all, uh, passing and running. Um, so we're just going to see what we can do against that. We're going to, we're going to line up and, and hopefully try to take one of the two away as best we can. Well, very good. Well, listen, uh, Coach Eubanks, thank you so much for joining us here. On the show, it's going to be fun. Hopefully, you can uh, join us for our Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show, too, as we'll be going throughout the rest of the season. But good luck tonight. And uh, let's next time we talk to you, you guys will be 1-0. Oh. How about that, sir? That sounds good to me. <laughs> Coach, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. There you go. That's Walt Eubanks, uh, the head football coach over at Bethel Christian Academy. Uh, as, again, his Trojans uh, – Finally, able to kick off their season tonight. Not just that they were five weeks behind everybody else then. Uh, Mother Nature said, no, no, no. you got to wait three more days, too, before we let you get on the field. You could hear, uh, you, not frustration, because he's, he's happy to have a, a team out there. But just that finally he gets to uh, take the field this uh, or tonight. Okay, I tell you what, let's get uh, our good friend Matt Beeman up here on the line with us because our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week is uh, his Patriots uh, taking on Kerry Christian. And uh, very excited about that. You'll hear that tonight, the Real Discount Drugs pregame show. It begins at 5 o'clock. It'll be live from that awesome press box over at Hodges Field on the campus of Wendell Parrot Academy. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive Guest Line, before I even say a word or get you to say a word, Coach, Please accept my apology. We had worked this out yesterday that you were going to come on at, uh, in, in the second part of our uh, hour here. Coach, you've got to watch my mental decline over the past few years, you know, as I continue to get older and older. I apologize, uh, but we have you on now, sir. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Uh, hey, on. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm getting there, too. I'm catching you. No, no, no! You're way. Hey, come on now! You're by. You're you just. You're a fresh newlywed. You're about to have. Uh, or here in the next few months, you're going to have uh, another child. And it just, uh, dude, you're young, Coach Beeman. You're still a young man, okay? Yeah, I turned forty on this November, so I'll start to build a little bit. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Coach Matt Beeman, four-time state championship winning coach. Joining us here this morning on uh, the Brian Hanks Show. Again, our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. And, Coach, I swear, 
And it, I mean, yes, it's been. We've not been there all season because of it. Just, Mother Nature just reared her ugly head a couple of times. First, we were supposed to do your game against Wake Christian several weeks ago. It knocked that game out. Mother Nature did. Then we were supposed to be there this past Friday night, and it gets pushed to tonight. I mean, it's just been crazy. It, it's like the forces of nature are trying to keep us away from you, sir. I agree. Anytime uh, we experience drought conditions, we so schedule you guys to come appear uh, to cover a football game. Very good. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, before we jump into tonight's game, and again, like I said, I'm just, I'm pumped. I know, uh, hey, well, I'll tell you what, the good news about it getting pushed to today, though, Coach, is that uh, Coach Jimmy Smith will be able to be there. He wasn't going to be able to come to the game or do the game this past Friday night because he was up in Charlottesville for the State Virginia game. However, he will be there tonight. So if there's a silver lining to playing four game or two games in five days and having to push a game to Monday, hey, it's that we get to have a legend in the stadium with y'all tonight, Coach. Yes, sir. Always good to have Coach Smith uh, here on campus. And we can't wait for that. First, let's uh, take a look back, Coach, uh, to, uh, what, 10 days ago, I guess, against Rocky Mount Academy. A 52-14 to 14 setback against the Eagles of Rocky Mount Academy. And, uh, I, Coach, a game I was surprised by. I mean, I really wasn't. Again, you don't do the coach speak a whole lot. You'll tell us if a team is for real. You told us, hey, we don't like each other, which, by the way, one of the best quotes of the year. That was, that was awesome. But, uh did they do anything that surprised you, or is Rocky Mountain Academy just that good, Coach? Uh, no, they didn't do anything that surprised us. I think it's a combination of both. I think they're pretty good, and I think they made them look better than they were. I think we didn't come out. I think we came out flat. We were down 22 nothing before we could play. And it just felt like we were not very physical. I thought they were the most physical team. We want to hang our hat on each week and being, being the most physical team. And we were definitely not last week. So it's been gut check week. This week at practice. So we're going to find eight guys that want to be physical, and we've gotten after it. I've been best, definitely the most competitive, most physical week of practice we've had in a long time. It, it feels like it's been forever since you've lost a week four or week five game, Coach. I mean, especially winning the state championship last year after dropping the first game and winning the last 11 games winning the state title. That's, how do you handle that when you've not had that mid-season kind of loss, Coach. I mean, it, you sort of spoke to a little bit about being more physical, but how do you, how do your coaching staff, how do you handle that with your guys? Yeah, basically, we, we talk about just because you got parent written across your chest doesn't mean all you got to do is show up and win. And, uh, you know, obviously games like this help us through that point. Uh, nobody cares that you're parent. Now, if you come out and you put them in the mouth and you, you get after it, they might think, here we go again. But just right out of the gate, everybody thinks they can beat you. And then we have to be more physical up front and establish our identity early. Uh, you know, then, then let, let the name take over. But like I say, just showing up because you got pants thinking you're going to win, that didn't work. Right. Well, like I said, I can't wait for tonight's game. Tell us a little bit about Kerry Christian, Coach. Totally different style than what we saw last week. They're going to keep it spread. Uh, they're going to throw it. So many times a game, they have a sophomore quarterback, uh, uh, Luke Harvey, uh, who is actually you know, one of the best quarterbacks you'll see. Uh, he, he can, he, his brother was the quarterback of the 2021 team that beat us in the playoffs. His dad uh, played football and baseball at NC State. So he's got a great pedigree. Uh, just going to challenge us in a different way. Uh, we're going to have to get pressure on the quarterback this week. Which sort of leads to, uh, I'm going to get you to delve into that. We are going to do the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. And by the way, I need to talk to you about that. Hoping you can uh, get a student athlete out there to talk to us too, Coach. Uh, would love to do that as part of our, remember how we did in the 2020 season. Yes, I would love to do something similar to that tonight. 
Uh, as we like to call it, it'll be the Matt Beeman Patriot of the Week. How's that? Man, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> we'll do that. But we'll talk more about that when I get off the air today, too, though. But uh, so uh, you know, I'll ask you this during the game tonight or uh, during the pregame show tonight, but uh, what do you guys have to do well to uh, come away against a win again? And you guys have had some memorable games against the Knights over the past few years. Uh, one of the wins on the way to the state championship in the playoffs last year. Uh, what do you what do you have to do well tonight against the Knights to uh, come away with that win and improve to three and two, Coach? Uh, we got to dominate dominate both lines of scrimmage. You know, defensive line has to get pressure on their quarterback. We give them time, he will pick up the puck. I mean, just as simple as that. And then offensively, whenever we want three yards, we've got to be able to get it. Our offensive line, we made a couple switches on that, moved people to some different spots. Uh, our running backs have to hit the hole. We have to be able to control the line of scrimmage. And yeah, basically limit their possessions. Uh, that's what we got to do this week. Went up front. I apologize. I can't remember his name, Coach. But you have been just raving about this, uh, about this running back that you have. Tell everybody. Surely, uh, his name. We're going to be saying it quite a few times tonight, Coach Smith and I. But uh, tell us about this running back that you have, Coach. Yeah, Daniel Solomon. He's a junior. Uh, he, he's the next one. You know, we've been very fortunate in his training and then Morgan McFall, and then Ashton Benson. Well, he's the next guy up. Uh, good thing we have him for two more years. Uh, you know, but the thing about him, we can spread him out. We can throw him the ball. We can, we can bring him in the backfield. He, he can do it all. I mean, he's a really good player. And if, if I offer the line, we'll, we'll open up some holes. You're going you're gonna to see what he's all about tonight. Well, I can't wait to see him. By the way, uh, Mike Martin and I were at the uh, ECU game uh, Saturday night, and we were talking about Ashton, and he told me that Ashton's at ECU. I swear, I swear, Coach, I feel like Ashton. And I'm not saying that he would be the, the starting running back for the Pirates and all that, but or even a, a linebacker, you know, starting linebacker. But I really, honest to God, feel like Ashton Brinson could make a contribution to that Pirates program in all sincerity, don't you? I, I do, too. I mean, there's no doubt you could put Ashton on special teams Saturday yeah, and he yes. would make a tackle. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Is it him? Is he just he doesn't want to do it, or uh, somehow we got to get him in a room? How about that, Coach? Let's get him in a room and just tell him you need to do this and and see if we can talk him into it. What do you think? I think he's starting to miss it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we'd like to talk him into going out uh, this spring. That would be awesome. Listen, uh, Coach Beeman, we will be talking to you later on, like I said, on the Real Discount Drugs pregame show. We're going to be live from Hodges Field tonight. It, it just way, way, way overdue for this. Again, Mother Nature has reared her ugly head. And kind of like what I was just talking to Coach Eubanks about, they're starting their season tonight. We haven't got to see you yet. And then Mother Nature just throws that curveball and says, okay, hey, you're going to have to wait three more days. But then we get to see you twice in five days. I'm very excited about that, Coach. Yes, sir. Glad to have you guys. It's always a fun time when you guys are here. Well, there you go. Hey, uh, Coach Matt Beeman, thank you so much. I'll get in touch with you later today about, uh, you know, getting out there, getting everything set up, and uh, uh, getting one of your student athletes to talk to us. How's that sound, Coach? That sounds like a plan. Thank you so much, sir. We'll see you later on today. Yes, sir. Thank you. There you go. That's Matt Beeman. He is the uh, head football coach, four-time state champion at uh, Arundel Parrot Academy. And, again, you are going to get to hear that game live tonight here on 960 AM and on betonthebull.com. So be sure to uh, look forward to that. We'll have the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show at 5 o'clock, and then we'll have uh, uh, 
And then we'll have the game, kick off with the game. Myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. Uh, just everybody. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, Jason Bryant, Keith Spence. Uh, we're probably going to call Paul again, see how he's doing. But, again, at 5 o'clock, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show, the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week, Kerry Christian at Parrot Academy at 7 o'clock. Okay. Whew. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Uh, let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the Monday edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Monday, September the 25th in the year of the Lord 2023. How was your weekend over there? Hey, well, let me tell you, it's a birthday game presented by Gawiko Office Automation. John Dawson, Jonathan Massey. What's up? John, you didn't say anything. Well, you, you asked me a question. I was interrupt you, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, John. Actually, I'm taking that high five back. He's still got to edit. Yeah, yeah, he does. And we're just only in the first 30 seconds of today's birthday game. So uh, uh, imagine the things he could do with our voices and the things he can make us say. <laughs> He's probably got an entire file just awaiting. Yeah, there's a photo on my laptop called Retirement Fund. <laughs> That's pretty, a pretty good idea. Look at this good-looking woman in pretty and pink coming down the hall. Well, she's uh, running her fingers through her hair. Linda, if you need a green card, there's other ways to go about it that are not as demeaning <laughs> as... Hey! Just saying. Thank you, baby. <laughs> I'll get you a pamphlet. And John would know because he did the naturalization ceremony this year. That's right. That's right. Well, actually, John didn't. Joe did. Joe Dawson did, yeah. Which, by the way, did you like to speak? You know, we it's now been well over a week ago, but when a boy threw out the first pitch, it was Joe Dawson and Byron Shanks. I didn't care for the Joe Dawson part at all. <laughs> but you like the Byron Shanks part. Oh, that's fine. It is fine. Uh, what would you do this weekend, dude? Recorded a podcast with Mr. David Minconi, a great writer who's always been kind to uh, my musical endeavors. And he has a new book out called Oh, Didn't They Ramble? And Robert Plant wrote the foreword to it. And I uh, had a nice uh, interview with him. And met with a guy in Wilson who has a video studio working on videos for third of never for next year and what my pal john got bought he's got a record he's about finished and i'm i'm a, I'm a little tiny spoke in that one that's mainly him but having fun with that too have you been asked to be in his video don smasher actually yeah what are you gonna be in it i'm gonna be the star he said he needed somebody that had a face not meant for radio so he was like Jonathan Massey. He's not going to charge anything. He's free, and he's good enough looking. Why didn't you ask me, John? I sent it to you in a Facebook text. You didn't open it. <laughs> Probably <laughs> that would That would be possible, that's for sure. I sent you a YouTube thing the other night, and you didn't even open it. Uh, so are you going to ask uh, Jonathan and I to be in I'm sitting video? there. I'm, I've worked all day on something, and I'm like, I'm going to veg out. So I just put on a Miami Vice that I've seen 8,000 times, but still like it anyway. And there's a scene where they're driving somewhere, and they're playing a song off of, I think, the very first U2 album. Wow. And I film a little clip, and I'm like, my buddy Brian might get a kick out of this. And I send it to, I take the time to get up there and frame it and take a video. And I take the time to use my data to send it to him. <laughs> and do you think he watched it? I will, okay? No, he won't. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I'm a very busy man, John Dawson. I don't know if you know that or not, but uh, if you want to compare schedules, pal, I'll beat you every time. 
nap boy. <laughs> nap boy, yeah, you're right. I, think I, I do have, you're right. I do have to have that nap every day, that's for sure. And then later on, in another episode, they're in New York for the season two, two-hour movie premiere, and Don Johnson's in a bar talking to a woman. They're playing you two in the bar. And I started to send you that, but I'm like, you know what? He hasn't watched the first one. I'm not going to send this one. So there you go. I'm sorry. You accept my apology? No. No, I didn't think you would. Okay, what about you over there, Mizzle? How's your fantasy team do this weekend? Uh, you know, there's, there's still time, you know, hoping, playing. How about that we were, what, the second leading? So this is How many weeks into se- are we into the season? Uh, third week now. And you're saying there's still time? There's only three weeks in and it's that bad? Well, <laughs> a couple of them, yeah. Okay. How about, uh, not this weekend, but last weekend, we won the top scores in the Walrus League and we ended up losing. Our quarterbacks are not doing their job. But they're ranked. I looked at it, like I said, this was last week. Not this week, but last week, we had the number three and number six quarterbacks going into the weekend. In the in the pre-week in the pre-week rankings, number three and number six. But, I mean, yeah, they're ranked high, but that doesn't. I mean, Joe Burrow is ranked high, but the guy well, stunk it up to. Now we have Trevor Lawrence and Lamar Jackson, but yeah, it's just frustrating anyway. Uh, but how are, I went two and six my first week, three and five my second week. So I'm only five and eleven in my first two weeks, but I have survived both weeks in guillotine. So so we both have losing records, and I'm not even in the league. <laughs> so far, so dude, I gotta tell you, man, I'm losing a lot of my. Maybe it's because I'm losing, but I, I just not that. You know, I used to live and die for fantasy football, and now I'm just not as much. That happened to me last year, maybe the year before, really. And I was really considering just calling it quits. Not not all the way across the board, but toning it down. But for me, what keeps me going is in the off season. When I make all those big trades in the Dynasty League, it, it just reinvigorates me. And then I start losing again. I'm like, ah. But, dude, have you not know, and you're talking about our Dynasty, the Crystal Coast Fantasy League, with all with three Grimes where a quarter of the league are, uh, are Grimes. Yeah. yeah, it really are three of the 12. We're never going to beat them, dude. The Grimes, they're just too damn good, man. I mean, I played Grimes in the first week, had one of the best weeks of the year, but I'll probably have still lost by 25. Jordan's really good. But Dan is, too. Dan's hurt. His team is hurt, good. <laughs> Saquon. I'm not saying that. Well, I don't know if this ties in or not, but I was talking to my dad the other day. I, I think I've, I'm, like, one step from just giving up on ACC basketball. He told me, this is how out of the loop I am. He said there's a team from California in the ACC now. Is that right? Two. How, does, how do you do that? Stanford and Cal Berkeley. And SMU, Southern Methodist University. Isn't there some kind of bylaw somewhere that says you need to be on the coast to be in the Atlantic Coast Conference? Well, I, they, they may be named it the All-Coast Conference now. Hey, does that mean the NCC gets credit for UCLA's titles? No, because UCLA's not going to be in the league. Oh, it's going to be Cal, Cal, Cal Berkeley. Yeah, Cal Berkeley and yeah, I'm, Stanford. I'm, I may give it one more season, but this could be my last yeah. Oh, I, I, I like listening to Jones Angel and Montross, but that's that's the only thing keeping me moderately interested. I could appreciate that. Okay, uh, hey, uh, it's tied nine days to nine. We got four days left. Uh, today, tomorrow. I'm going to end up losing the month because of Tony Basil on it. 
No, we got all five days this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, probably. Well, it's tied up. Not really. It's tied up nine days to nine. I'm saying at the end of it, if I lose by one day, that means I lost. And for folks who were wondering what John is talking about, we do Tony Basil on Friday, and he goes 80. No, 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 no. Let me go 78, and I'm and I gave you a chance, did I, I not? Mean, I said, it's my fault. Sure? It's 100% my fault. I mean, you gave me a chance to allow it or disallow it. Yeah, you did. That's right. Your competitor even uh, showed a little mercy on you. What would you have done if you had disallowed it, and then it's 80, and then he has I'd to stick to 80? I'd sitting where I am now. Well, he is. Goes the first. I'm down 10 days to 8. There you go. It says 9 to 9. Uh, why don't you tell us about Glico Office Automation over there, Jonathan Massey? Well, uh, Jack Passer, they're going to find folks at Glico Office Automation. They never make the wrong decision when it comes to putting, put, pointing you in the right direction with your office automation needs. If you want a, a company that's going to steer you in the right direction at all times and make sure you are getting everything you need, you need to give Jack Passerlake and his fine crew a call. And how do you do that, Jonathan? Well, you can start off with Jack Passerlake's personal cell phone number, which, which is 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit his website at gorikanc.com. What is gorikanc.com? Or the hub to everything, bucklesberry.com. There you go. Preach it, brother. It's Lenore County's Google. That's right. Bucklesberry.com. If it ain't up there, you don't need to know it. You don't need to know it all. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and go. Just one musical hit today, guys. I know y'all are. You're all heartbroken about it. Uh, let's see here. There's so many songs that we could do here. I'll do this one, though. I don't remember the words. Is it Will Smith? He doesn't curse in his raps. He the slaps in the back. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> he doesn't curse in his songs, but I have to. You said that? Eminem. Oh. That was an Eminem lyric. Well, you don't have to. It's just not talented enough not to. Eminem is a very talented rapper, okay? That's like saying the girl that runs around in the Olympics waving the little stick with the ribbon. She's talented at that. Dude, that's a very, that's a hard thing to do. Will Ferrell did it in old school. He did do it in old school and did it pretty well, too. Okay, this is Miami by a uh, rapper, actor, uh... Martial artist. <laughs> I was going to say slapper, but uh, Will Smith. Uh, you know what, what year this came out? It's sometime oh. in the 90s. Miami. Oh, that's what I was looking for. Simple assaultist. Simple assaultist. I like it. Uh, Will Smith over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 57. 57. And before you guess... I love uh, The Fresh Prince, man. I love that show, too. That was a funny show. Very well made. Mm-hmm. and Very fun. Yeah, attacked issues, and it was good. It was a good show. He said 57. You say... Be safe. I'll say 56. He was born September 25th, 1968. So he's 55 today. I used to be a fan, and I kind of liked him because, I mean, he never... He doesn't curse in his I never thought he was cheesy. I thought he was genuinely being himself. I don't think he... People... I think some people wanted him to act like something he wasn't, and he, to his credit, acted like himself. And was a pretty good actor. Speaking of acting, he was a pretty good actor. He was a great actor. 
Dude, Independence Day, one of my favorite movies of all time, man. I am legend. I am. I've only watched that one time, dude. And I'll watch it sometimes in the middle of it. Just, you know, if it's if I'm going through the channels. Uh, it's a good movie. Don't get it twisted. But, man, I just... Any movie that messes with a dog, man, it just it messes me up, dude. I'm not even playing. I, I can't. Have you ever seen I Am Legend? Nah. It's basically it, an apocalyptic movie where, you know, zombies are... You know, got it, got it. But, and it's him and a dog. And you want me to give it away for you? I'm assuming the zombies get a hell of a dog. Yeah, because a stupid dog goes in the shadows. You're not supposed to go in the shadows. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, you stay out in the sunlight, you're good. Mm -hmm. And then at night, you stay all locked up and everything where they can't get to you. But the, the stupid dog ran into the shadow. I'm, spoiler alert if you haven't seen I Am Legend, but it's been yeah. out for 20 years. Yeah, so I loved it. No, I Am Legend was a good movie. That was a very good movie. He was, he, he was really in the eyes of Asimov. Didn't he do another... Didn't he do an Isaac Asimov book as a movie? Or uh, the one about the computer AI? I think that was the name of it was AI, right? Artificial Intelligence, wasn't that? That wasn't Will Smith, though. That was a... I'm thinking of a Stanley Kubrick. Wait, is it iRobot? iRobot, that's it. AI yeah. was Stanley Kubrick. You're Steven right. Spielberg thing. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, iRobot was uh, Will Smith. And it was good. That was a good movie. I think that was the Asimov movie, I think. Will Smith, oh, we've already done it. You got it, one to nothing. Hey, our next one. Uh, no more music. I know you guys are upset about that, right? Uh, we've had music in this episode. <laughs> I heard a guy talking over a calculator. Well, waka, waka, waka. He was the first big movie Superman. Christopher Reeves. That's just Reeves. It's singular. Well, it is. Hey, it's like people who say Walmarts instead of Walmart. I, I don't think it's quite the same. You mean... Walmart is more of a commonly used word than Christopher Reeve. Or Belk. Belk drives me freaking crazy. It's Belk. It is Belk. Like when you say Rarip and somebody says that wrong. Remember when he when he does something? Rarip. Yeah. From the movie. You say Rarip. <laughs> That's all I got, man. I was trying I to... Got, I, 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 this is one that has personally affected me before. Um... You ever heard somebody refer to a, a kitchen sink as a zinc? No, I haven't either. Not in America, maybe in Germany. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> it. Yeah. Stuff yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody I'm... Very to. Well, no, but I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of related to. Uh, not via blood, but I am related to them. And I made the mistake of correcting them when they said zinc. Now, I understand. I looked it up. It used to be that because they used to be made out of the zinc. metal zinc. Mm -hmm. So I said, that's a sink, not zinc, because they're not made out of that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I happened to be in their house. I'm like, it's, what is a zinc? And she's like, the kitchen zinc. I'm like, you mean sink? Sink. And she got livid. Wow. You're not going to correct me in my own house? I'm like, no, oh, I just did. <laughs> okay, uh, Christopher Reeve. John Dawson. Not uh, a great horse rider. That's not that jokes about that. I think he was Robin Williams' roommate in uh, college. Is he dead? Chris, yeah. Yes. Oh, gone, and I should have had him down in the dead part. But anyway, we'll just keep him here. He only died October 10th, 2004, so uh, almost 20 years ago. But I believe Robin <laughs> Williams was his college roommate at uh, Juilliard or something. Wow. Okay. 
But Christopher Reeve over there, John Dawson, how old would he be today if he were still alive? I felt terrible. I really honestly felt terrible. I don't know why it just occurred to me that he had passed. Quit laughing at me. How many hours it took to edit this in the cohesion? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, seventy-two. You say seventy-two. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Seventy-three. He was born September twenty-fifth, nineteen fifty-two. He would only be seventy-one. I would have thought older. I would have actually. Mm. I would have thought because that was in the seventies, right? Superman? No, I guess it was in the 80s. 80s. It would have been. I 80s. had the lunchbox for the second one. Did you really? I did. That's awesome. Well, you do two to nothing here, John Dawson. Mm. How about that? It uh, goes back to you, though, uh, Jonathan Massey. He's won two Academy Awards, five Golden Globes, and a ton of other awards. But I loved him the most. He's been in so many good movies. These are my favorites. Fatal Attraction of Michael Douglas, The War of the Roses, and Wall Street. Michael Douglas. Heck of an actor, would you not agree? Falling down. Oh, my God. How did I forget Talk Falling Down? Talk about a movie down. ahead of its time. Did you ever see Falling Down? I don't know how many uh, Michael Douglas movies I've seen. You can, it, that movie could be released right now, and it would be, it would be an absolute hit. Yep. War of the Roses, that's the movie I showed the wife on our first date. <laughs> did you did you say that, that movie Falling Down would be relevant now? Yes. Because our president keeps falling down stuff? Hey! Look at that. Um, that War of the Roses is the one I guarantee you you would like. We've talked about it because then we have uh, maybe Kathleen Turner was one of her birthdays sometime in the last two or three months. Yes, Kathleen Turner. Is it about the actual War of the Roses? No. no. It's about a couple named their last name is Roses and just the divorce they go through. And I mean, it is. You would like it. Yeah, you're right, John. The movie starts off you thinking that this is a couple in trouble they're going to reconcile. And we'll just stop talking right there. Dude, it is well worth your hour and a half, or hour and 45 minutes. Because I don't even think it's that long of a movie. It was a good movie. If they came to us and said, you guys write uh, a movie about a couple, this, that's what would come out. It, it was something else, dude. It was something else. But uh, Michael Douglas over there. You know who Michael Douglas is, yeah, right? Yeah, made the Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give yes. us a... Give us a... Give us a... Catherine Zeta-Jones. Still, she's too tall, though. You know? <laughs> do you have an eye roll effect? I mean, I, <laughs> I wish I did. I'm trying to make this go through the audio <laughs> medium. I wish I did. Okay, uh, how old today is Michael Douglas over there, Jonathan Massey? 70. 70. My face is like a poker face, man. I am not giving anything. I'd love to give it a poke. <laughs> I wish you would, Mr. Annals of History. <laughs> Talking about giving me crap for Christopher Reeves, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Annals yeah, of History. Yeah, yeah, I deserve that. Yeah, yeah. You don't know, I've had a couple of people bust on me about that. <laughs> I deserve it, I deserve it. Uh, Michael Douglas. <laughs> I thought you were doing it on purpose, I swear I did. No, I'm not, I'm not smart. <laughs> 70, 72. You say 72, what do you say, John Dawson? Whose birthday is, oh, Michael Douglas. Douglas. 72. He was born September the 25th in the year of our Lord, 1944. So he's 79 today, actually. So wait a minute. He's as old as his dad was, isn't he? Jesus. <laughs> Jonathan Massey, get your arm, get your arm warmed up. 
It's time to sound the alarm. John Dawson has How much as old as his dad, I say. <laughs> John Dawson has a perfect game going. He's up three to nothing, and it goes to him. He's Luke Skywalker. It's Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Today is Mark Hamill's birthday. I mean, you, I mean yes, technically, but how dare you. He's also the Joker. That's right. He's also, oh, God, most other characters, I messed up. Mostly, I love Mr. Joker. Was he and Silent Bob? Uh, he probably had a He popped up in one of them, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was in. Yeah, the end when they're having the, the sword thing. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He actually does a lot of voices in the Star Wars, the animated Star Wars. And the thing is, I like him. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He, you know what he, I'm saying? He, at some point, he just decided, you know what, I'm always going to be Luke Skywalker and decided to own it. Why not? You know, and he's made millions of dollars and has a, has had a, a healthy and yeah. uh, whatever. That animated series, he did the voice for. That is a good series. But Prozac is really into that. He showed me one the other day. It was Batman and Jack the Ripper. It was actually kind of cool. Wow. Okay. Well, Mark Hamill, how old is he today there, John Dawson? Got a perfect game going here. Don't blow it. Mm, 72. He was born September 25th in the year of the Lord, 1951. He is indeed 72 today and warming up again over there, Massey. <laughs> That's a very little uh, very tepid line. <laughs> it is. Sound the alarm. You have a perfect game going. You're four to nothing, John Dawson. <laughs> he, he wound it up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Here's the last one. Uh, and listen, one of my personal heroes, and I mean this sincerely, I have tried. No one we used to have the Free Press Radio Show. Who is the gentleman I tried to get you to book and we couldn't get booked? Kim Jong Un. <laughs> That's pretty good. No. Kim Jong Il. This poor guy. It was funny the first time. Oh, I can keep going. I, I know, know so many. This family guy thing would just beat yeah. to death. Yeah. Um, the sports guy. Yeah, he is the sports guy. It's Bill Simmons. There you go. Oh. I think the world of him. I admire him. I consider myself sort of the, the Bill Simmons of Lenore County. The, no, he's the Brian Hanks of wherever he's from. Yeah. We're the Brian Hanks of, Brian, of wherever we are. That's you're, right. you're awesome, man. That's right. Bill Simmons. That guy could not carry your bath water, Brian. That's what I say. Carry my bathwater? Just run with it like it makes sense. You don't know what he's talking about? That's like it makes sense. You know you have to draw bathwater and heat it up in Hooks County. We know how you got bath. Big black cauldron. <laughs> wow. Bill Simmons over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Uh, you know who Bill Simmons is. Sure. Yeah. 57. You say 57. For the perfect game, John Dawson, how old today is Bill Simmons? 58. Is he the same age, age, age as you? He was born September 25th, 1969, so he is 54 today. I was getting ready. I didn't even look up when your last perfect game was, John Dawson, because I didn't want to jinx this. I guess I should have because well, you didn't get it. But you still win today, 4-1. to one. Uh, Hey, local birthdays here. Uh, he's a principal at Trenton Elementary. Uh, he used to be in administration in South Lenore. Super good dude, man. Joseph Noble. Uh, thank the world of him. He, he's a uh, good dude. We we don't run in the same circles, but I know people who know him, and they say he's just really one of the most ethical and best educators that's out there. So, Joseph.
but that's why you don't run in the same circle. <laughs> hey! Anyway, and then uh, you and I coached her child at uh, Fairfield, Mary Catherine Hill. Uh, today is her birthday, too. Uh, she's a UVA grad. Every time we see each other, we have to commiserate about uh, University of Virginia. She actually went to school. I didn't go to school there. She actually went to school there. And, uh, yeah, I know. But uh, happy birthday, Mary Catherine. Just a, just a, an incredibly awesome person. And uh, it's still and it's still associated with Randall Perry Academy. So, if your birthday is today, like Mary Catherine Hill, Joseph Noble, the great Bill Simmons, have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goico Office Automation. And, uh, again, thank you so much to Jacques Passleg and Goico Office Automation for being the sponsor of the birthday game. We've only had one sponsor of the birthday game in the entire existence of this show. By God, it's been GoEco Office Automation. I need to talk to my good friend, Jacques Passleg. Anyway, uh, well, that does it for today's show. Uh, a lot of fun. Don't forget, we have a whole day of programming for you, local programming here for you on uh, on 960 a.m. and on com. As we're wrapping this up, you will uh, today. High school football. It is Monday morning quarterback, but it's also Monday night football right here on BetOnTheBull.com and 9.60 a.m. as we will be bringing you Carrie Christian versus uh, Arundel Parrot Academy. That game will air at 7. But, but, before that, you will get to hear the uh, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show with myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. Man, excited to see Coach Smith. He's going to bring me some color back from uh, Charlottesville for that NC State-Virginia game. But I uh, have Jason Bryant, uh, Keith Spence, uh, myself, uh, Paul Whittington. We're going to give him a call. But, man, we have eight interviews lined up. How about that? Eight interviews lined up for tonight's pregame show. Uh, as you'll hear from every coach in Lenore County. All five football programs here in Lenore County, from Aiden Griffin's Paul Cornwell, from Green Central's Jay Wilson, my guy, uh, and then on top of that, a, a student athlete from uh, Arundel Parrot Academy will be joining us too. So it's going to be quite the pregame show uh, tonight. Uh, Real Discount Direct's pregame show begins at 5 o'clock live, like I said, from uh, Hodges Field on the campus of Arundel Parrot Academy. And then uh, the game itself kicks off at 7. And we're just going to have so much fun there. Cary Christian, 2-2. Two and two, Parrot Academy, or 2-3. Uh, and three, I'm sorry for Cary Christian. Parrot Academy is 2-2. Two and two. Should be a fun game tonight. Okay. Thank you again so much to Mark Panicelli, the very happy Mark Panicelli. His uh, Miami Dolphins doing so well. Uh, thank you to him. Thank you so much to Matt Beeman and uh, Walt Eubanks in our second hour. How about tomorrow's show? We're going to have Richard Clark joining us uh, in our first hour. Uh, he is going to start his uh, ceiling floors for the NBA. And then uh, Arundel Parrot Academy head volleyball coach Lee Avery joining us in the second hour. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tonight at 5 o'clock on the Real Discount Direct's pregame show and tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show here on 960 The Bull.